Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on around the bend. Welcome. What a beautiful day it is. Right here in Austin, Texas, Sunday morning. It is 7:02 a.m. and this is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. Uh, Road rash is the ranch hand, ranch hand that gets here early and. Gets the gate open, make sure the old pot belly stove is fired up, pour some water over the existing coffee grinds, and uh, I'm TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning. Were you limping in this today? Little this morning? T- a little, little tired. A little, little tired. tired. Me too. Just been running hard. Yeah. But you too, I guess. Allergies. Uh, you know, don't help. A little bit of wind blowing. The wind has just been blowing the last constant couple days, and it's uh, kind of just stirs everything up. You know, I don't know if it's dust or allergies or or you could have gone to grumpiness. You could have gone to a huge lo- uh, local Mexican food establishment yesterday and uh, had a little something that didn't quite sit right, like road rash, and spent the last uh-huh. 24 hours hugging the porcelain. Well, well, that's a good <clears throat> cleanse. It's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> that's what he was trying to say. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes that's your body. That's your uh, express cleanse. <laughs> yes. You don't have to worry about it. <clears throat> Beefsteak is in the house. Beefsteak, what's the weather oh, look yeah. like? Well, currently it's 73 degrees. Feels like 73 degrees because of the humidity is just right. No precipitation. You should see the wind gusts from 6 to 17 miles an hour out of the east. Today's going to be mostly cloudy skies, high around 90. Yeah, but it's getting down. You know, we enjoy those those lows around 71 tonight. Yeah, A little yeah. bit overcast, right? But tomorrow, we're all expecting gee, it'll be still a little bit overcast. But, you know, partly cloudy, but still going to be 15, 10 to 15 mile an hour winds. I think it'll be good. Well, it's going to be a, a beautiful this yesterday morning. I know I, uh, hey, is, uh, clear skies. CR, are you looking for this? I think, uh, 
Yeah, he's looking yeah, for uh, he's looking for the Wi-Fi <laughs> connection. You so, know, we may be just an old ten check, ten check but we <laughs> by golly got Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, those squirrels. I meant to tell you about that when when I walked Thanks. in. Thanks. Now you tell me. Yeah, sorry. Here. You know, uh, these, freak uh, out. I got young no guys way to are. get on the interweb. So yesterday, look up tournament results. <laughs> yesterday, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on too. Uh, yesterday. I um, went out and uh, did some running around in the morning. I did my morning run, and it was, although I can tell you start to sweat now pretty early in the in the activity. (laughs) Good for you. But it's still it's just so nice out with the cool air, and I mean it's just it's a good temperature. I think seventy one, seventy four, something like that. That's good. But. I know John Michael, my youngest, he's leaving uh, Wednesday, and he's going snowboarding, going to Colorado <laughs> to go snowboarding for a couple of days. Wow. I mean, they got snow. This weekend is Memorial Day weekend, by the way. Snow. Yeah. And uh, and they got snow in uh, Colorado, and their ski resorts are opening up for this weekend and another week or two, and then mm-hmm. they'll be shut down. and. Anyway, pretty interesting. Snowboarding. Yeah, he's going to go do the deal, I reckon. I imagine it has to do with GoProing it while he's, uh, you know, going down the slopes or doing something crazy yeah, like that, right? I'm sure. It has to do uh, as long with as he doesn't photography. Break a leg, he'll be all right. I bet it. Is it a work thing? Uh, uh, no, it's not a work thing. It's a mental day, ah. <laughs> mental weekend or whatever they hey, call I it. I need one of those. Memorial Day weekend is a uh, high traffic boating weekend so we'll talk a little bit about boat safety the craziness mm-hmm. that can happen out there uh I, yes i saw uh quite a few boats as i was driving yesterday uh back from east eastern northeastern yes Texas now and are so, you going to talk about what the tournament you were in yesterday yeah it's a pretty big deal i mean it's it's a it's a big deal to four people at least that were in it hey (laughs) Uh, whenever you put world championship in it you just have to well it wasn't world championship it was the uh, bass cup of the world the largest invitational um private qualifier private (laughs) lake (laughs) champion bass tournament was there an entry fee there was there was yeah My so my day yesterday was, you know, I have this uh, zero turn mower for the house, and I was, uh, I know I'm going into the summer, going into the heavy use season, and I stopped yesterday, took all the blades off of it, oil filter, oil air filter, did air, completely did a maintenance update mm-hmm. on it. For the season, I was so proud because I'm not a mechanical kind of guy, but I hope I never have to buy another mower. That's what it is. They cost man. over a hundred dollars. Oh my god! I want to take care of this one, by golly! <laughs> All right. That's so anyway, good. that's good. That's a game changer, though. The zero turns versus oh, the old rider mower. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. I wouldn't own another rider if you gave if you gave it to me. Well, I would if you gave it to me. Sure. But uh, it's night and day. I mean, I can mow my one acre estate 
in as fast as you want. No oh, trimming, man. man. No trimming. Right? Man, uh, well, there's a little trimming, but no I mean, I like to manicure it down a little bit, you know, <laughs> around the pond and stuff. <laughs> We've started seeing some snakes around the pond. That's got to be gone. No, no. Mrs. Granny's fine with it, too. She saw it, and she goes, hey, there's a snake over there. So the snakes are probably attracted she, to the frogs. Or they, right. There's a lot in. of tadpoles in there. Yeah. The uh, dragonflies are back, which is a sign of a healthy pond. And uh, dragonflies and got, eat like a thousand times their, a hundred times their body weight in mosquitoes. Well, they weigh nothing. So, Well, that's a lot. Neither do mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So anyway, they're good to see if you have dragonflies around your house, that's good to eat mosquitoes and you should and they and I read an article this weekend about how to create mosquito area uh dragonfly areas around your house. Or you can spray them. them. So you have to make a little castle and then uh you, Can't you spray it's your a yard joke. for mosquitoes? You didn't get that. Yeah, you can. What, spray for mosquitoes? Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm talking, you know, chemical-free, biologically sensitive. He wants that Uh, ecosystem. We want to use salt and... uh, You can't tell me you you can build dragonfly habitats and expect your mosquito problem. You need to go see see the new movie, Farm. (laughs) You can't... Because they... Expect Central Texas. Okay, so this new movie... You got to go see it. Uh, you, you especially, farm man, uh, have got. I am to, a farmer. I know, <laughs> and you should. So here's one of the one of the problems. So they looked at how to solve all their problems by just stopping and stepping back and looking at it. And at mm-hmm. one point, they had a huge snail infestation getting all over their plants. Oh, you can buy some sprinkle stuff at a no the hardware store. Egg, Exactly uh-huh. no. Exactly and, no. And so Works me they were looking at and they, and they were just destroying their plants. And so they stopped and they thought, okay, we could pull them off here. We could spray them, but we don't want to use chemicals all over our stuff. And, you know, to deal with that, what is the what is ecology? What is Why are they there? How do we what? do this? Yeah. So what do they do? They figured out that if they got some ducks, uh-huh. because ducks eat snails. All right. So they let ducks go in their field, and now it solved a... their snail problem. And I was watching another thing and they on got this a duck guy. Problem. In, I had. I was watching this other thing where this guy in Montana uh-huh. uh, wanted all the cow, cattle off his ranch. He's like, I want it pristine, and I don't want cattle. They're destroying the ranch. Well, he took all the cattle off of it, and the where it was nice grass turned into weeds and sure. all kinds of stuff. And he thought, well, what is... And he put the cattle back on it, but he rotated them differently so mm-hmm. they didn't do damage to the soils, you know, with their hoofs and stuff. Rotated them a little bit differently, and the grass came back. I tell you, farming stuff is amazing it, how people... It, you know, my grandpa used to... They would rotate. People don't realize you got to rotate your crops when you do just corn. It'll take a certain the certain nitrogen out of it, right? It pulls it out of the right. soil, and you can kill the soil so it won't grow anymore. So you rotate that with soybeans, and the soybeans use what they were doing and putting down in order, and they replenish it. And, and that's, so they rotate. And that's the what crops. he was saying. He was saying that the cow manure 
was healthy for the grass and the but and the grass sucked CO2 or nitrogen or what is it that we don't want to breathe? What is the hot air gases or whatever? O2, that? yes, okay. CO2 out of yeah. the air and pumped it into the soil, which made the soil better or I don't sure, know. I mean, anyway, highly scientific. We don't want to get into it on this program. It's a good it's a it's a movie I would say that our audience would probably appreciate and it's a little bit Mm -hmm. you know it's just smart and i I have a a meeting coming up with some of the leaders in the uh outdoor industry and we're going to part of the deal is talking about how do we uh, and this month in koz kids Mm -hmm. outdoor zone around the country they're teaching uh kids about going to parks Mm -hmm. and it had me thinking you know we need to teach kids how to use a park I mean, how to go to a state park or a national park or what's available out there. It is, I mean, I guess sometimes we take it for granted. Yeah, I was talking to Rick Warren when we were over at that, you know, museum or the gallery Uh and uh, about conservation. That's what he wants to do is, that's his main purpose there is to teach kids about conservation and the wildlife. And he was talking about how uh, the majority of People don't understand that parks, they're funded by hunting and buying firearms and ammo and all the outdoor activities. That is and the correct. only way you can get to the parks is to drive your reliable vehicle. The only way it can be reliable is go to Sun Automotive. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find the mechanic you can trust. That's why we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. They're family-owned and operated repair and maintenance company since 1978. Check them out online, Facebook, for great maintenance tips and specials every single week. SunAutoService.com, the location I go to, which I'm... We'll be at this week for an oil change, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and their newest location at 1206 Ranch Road 620 in Lakeway. Check them out, sunautoservice.com. Coming up next, we'll talk a little fishing. Uh, the Lake Dunlap, just south of Austin area, uh, the dam has collapsed, and there's no more Lake Dunlap. What does that mean? Where does all the water go? What does that uh, What does that do for all those houses? We'll talk about it on the flip side. You get it only one place, right here, live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Forestdale Wood, you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. All right, welcome back. Welcome back, Ranch Hands. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio, right here in the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays or 24 7. 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm TJ Granny, your host, with Cody Ryan and Beefsteak and oh, yeah. Road Rash. One of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery. In Central Texas, there's only one true archery shop, Archery Country. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They are avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. If you're looking for something for your kids... 
The folks at Archery Country know all the tournaments and school programs. They coach kids and hold classes regularly. Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range. Need a crossbow? They got all of them over there. They also have Matthews archery gear over there, all the Matthews stuff that you want. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. Find them at austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. Bassmaster Open event, uh, Eastern Open this weekend, uh, finished up on Lake Chickamauga in Tennessee. John Cox wins. He uh, wins the FLW uh, tour event not that long ago, wins the Bassmaster Open event here on Lake Chickamauga. The guy, I mean, a relatively soft-spoken guy known for fishing shallow water fishes out of the aluminum boat um just crushes them and continues to crush them and, and uh catch them all over the place so he can find them shallow everywhere. i love that he's doing that out of aluminum boat i remember seeing him at one of your tournaments yeah yeah and uh I just thought that was cool. Yeah, well, he uh, he does it, and, he's, and he did it by fishing his style, you know, up shallow. Uh, Major League Fishing, kind of some uh, interesting news. Now, when Major League Fishing first came out with a major tour, the Bass Pro Tour that they're gonna they were gonna launch, a little rough around the edges, you know, when you're throwing a giant kink into the world of bass fishing as we know it pulling 80 of the top anglers out of every series and uh dissemin- i mean just collapsing uh the structure of bass fishing as we know it it's a good thing right yeah to change it i up. never liked it it's doing a good it thing such a big deal like it's that, a but. it's a good thing uh you know you've got giant names johnny morris you know a uh, huge proponent in it it it's a big deal. It's a big Johnny deal. Johnny Morris, who owns Bass Pro Shops. Right, and everything else. <laughs> um, so it's it's an important thing to uh, shake things up a little bit, but I, you know, a little upset. You know, change is hard. Change is tough. Um, not sure that it was done fully thinking about it, more as a reactionary deal. Anyway, regardless of all that, uh, they've had a fantastic start with the first six events of the year in the Bass Pro Tour. Uh, a couple more events left to go on the season. They've had a uh, great video, great after shows, great uh, just really good content. Last week we're on Table Rock. They were on Table Rock all week long. It seemed like for two weeks there they were there with all the events and everything else they had going on. But on Lake Ta- on Table Rock, which is the home of Bass Pro Shops, and you know, a b- absolutely beautiful area there. Sure. Um, with all the flooding, they were supposed to go to Grand Lake next week. Uh, the week prior to the event, I'm going up there to fish an FLW event. They scheduled uh, they scheduled an MLF event one week before an FLW event. Uh, Whatever. Is that going to be okay? It, it, it was going to happen. Uh, that is not going to happen. There's some major flooding on going on in Grand Lake of the Cherokees. Not sure FLW hasn't canceled their event yet because it's still a couple weeks out. Uh, but M- MLF, Major League Fishing, will not fish 
Table Rock, uh, I'm sorry, Grand Lake of the Cherokees next week. Instead, they made the executive decision, rather than move the dates, anything like that, to just go ahead and fish Table Rock again. again. <laughs> huh. So, a week separation between two major events. You're supposed to be the biggest tournament series in history, and you're fishing back-to-back lakes. So, my question is, it throws off everything that makes this interesting, which is no information, the no information rules. You know, they can't get prior information, limited practice. Well, they all just spent 10 days, and they all watched who, how they want it and who they want it. And so how's that all going to come out and play on the next one? And I guess they did it because it was easy. They're already there. The equipment's already there. Just leave it there. We'll just come back in a week, and we'll fish it again. I think it's a terrible, terrible decision. Uh, I think their viewership's going to be way down. Um, they should. Just my personal opinion. I, well, you I, bass nerds are going to watch it no matter what. I'm, you say I'm not. I'm not. I oh, mean, yes, you will. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> they should have just packed it up and drove down to Lake Travis. Yeah, well, I mean, logistics. <laughs> they could have gone a lot of places. They could have gone a lot of places. Apparently, they looked at a lot of places. Apparently, it's a huge production that they have. You know, massive eighteen wheelers. It's Cody and and his camera and some fishermen. What else <laughs> is there? I mean, Cody, donuts. Cody, yeah. our buddy who films for him, right, and right, he right. he uh, he's in our Tuesday night men's Bible study. Yeah. So anyway, it'll be interesting the reception they get on that. I'm not sure how. I mean, how do you play against your own rules? You know, no information rules. How do you play against that? Well, that that kind of was exciting though, right? I mean, that's why people yeah. are watching it because it's limited, limited amount of information. And- well, it's based on the original first time ever, the original BASS uh, events, which was the anglers didn't know where they were going. They were well, put, that put on just, a plane and flown somewhere. That and, was just for the Bassmaster Classic for a couple of years, yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, that's, in my opinion, that's what it was based on, which was, you know, crazy exciting. Yeah. People do well, like change, though. Now they I do mean, have a, they like. now they do have two or three days worth of practice that they can practice for Major League Fishing. and So they kind of adapted more f- but they can't have information, you know, from locals or not supposed to. All they got to do is, I <laughs> mean, they've just been walking shop. in it, living in it. They, they yeah. just seen the whole thing. They know what baits. They know where. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's all so, in. how do your rules? How do your rules apply now? You know, if your rules say that no information, nothing a week prior, you know, nothing. It's going to be interesting. Out, so now you've you've already compromised your rules. Now there's going to be fights. <laughs> hey, I was fishing this place last, last week. Don't, you know that because <laughs> you saw it on TV. Don't be doing that, dude. I mean, seriously. don't get all up in my space. That's gonna be, be that's gonna be the deal. That's gonna be the deal. There's so it'll gonna be, be guys slinging these big lures at each other. <laughs> A lot of hooks Snagging in their face. <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be like MMA, WWE, MMA meets MLF. Oh, that'd be awesome! Back to Table Rock, and everybody has a nickname. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have a big the fight. Sl- continue slam down to death. So 
Anyway, we'll see how that plays out, how it shakes out. But an interesting call, I thought, nonetheless, for a new series coming out. Their biggest series, their the biggest deal, the biggest pros in the world, and they fish back-to-back events on back-to-back lakes. Boring. Um, interesting enough is that, yes, uh, Grand Lake of the Cherokees, I got an event there in two weeks. They're saying the water's not going to go back down for four weeks. So no Is that telling. In, uh, North You're going to be sliding over to Table Lake too. No, it's in uh, Oklahoma. I'll go uh, scout it for you next week while I'm there. <laughs> in Oklahoma? No, a uh, Table Rock. Well, I'm not fishing Table Rock. Are oh, you okay. going to be there next week? Yeah, with Major League Fishing there. Oh, hey, that's right. Why don't so, you go down, get on a boat, man? Shoot, I'll go down there. Say, hey, Cody, you need something to hold your battery? Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, now, <laughs> now they're going to be there. So now I'll go. Man, by the way, I was watching this show last week, yeah. and they were using spinnerbaits, <laughs> six feet of water. Actually, Aaron Martin's won it, drop shotting around cedar trees. Of course. That's yeah. exactly what I would have done. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been your second choice. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Dunlap and the... the uh, water draining out of oh Dunlap. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, I what feel it, bad if you got some lakefront property oh, there. Oh, it what looks I, so bad. What I don't feel bad for... Is McBride's guns. You know, you go down to McBride's guns. They got it all. Trust the ones with our constitutional rights. They hold them tight. McBride's guns. They are an Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Looking for your personal carry. Looking for youth model uh, shotgun or rifle. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, or personal carry, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532, or online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. All right, coming up next is your news of the weird, and you're going to want to hear this one. You only get it one place, live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. Here's notice to the antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our ranch hands. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, you PETA terrorist or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. You ranch hands keep us informed by riding the trail with us all week long at theoutdoorzone.com. If you're like me, you're always looking for the newest, best technology, the best vacation spot. Where's the best food in town? Heck, we even want best friends, right? So why not test drive the best? Well, you can. The new Honda for style and sophistication. Try the 2019 Honda Accord LX, one of driver car and driver's 10 best. It features a push-button start, a heads-up display. Um, just had some major issues here. <laughs> Heads up display. Yes, heads up display. Your front favorite Honda sensing, uh, or if you want to try out one of the midsize SUVs, there's a 2019 Honda Pilot named 2019 Best Buy of the Year midsize SUV according to Kelly Blue Book, KBB.com. Standard 
with Honda Sensing, a suite of safety and driver-assisted features. So if Envy drives you, drive a Honda and test drive the perfect Honda today. From your Central Texas Honda dealers, car and driver January 2019. For more information, visit kellybluebookkbb.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company Incorporated. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, beast from the east, Indian soldiers reckon they found Yeti footprints. And these are not coolers or tumblers. Mountaineers from the Indian Army on an expedition in Nepal have found mysterious large footprints in the snow that they think belong to the Yeti or the abdominal snowman or the military said on Tuesday. Largely regarded by the scientific community as a myth, the Yeti is part of the Nepali folklore that is said to live high in the snow-capped Himalayans. In a tweet accompanied by pictures, Indian Army said the Indian Army said that it had sighted footprints measuring 32 by 15 inches close to a camp near Mount Makalu on April 9th. For the first time, an Indian Army mountaineering expedition team has sighted mysterious footprints of the mystical Yeti, it is said in a tweet, not explaining how the mythical beast could leave footprints. Located on the border between Nepal, Nepal and China, Makalu is among the highest mountains in the world and stands near the Makalu Barren Valley, a remote wilderness that has also been surveyed by researchers hunting for Yeti. Uh, Daniel Taylor, who was extensively, who has extensively explored the Makalu Barren area and written a book on the mystery of the Yeti, said the footprints were likely those of bears. If that is the footprint of an animal or a single animal, it is the size of a dinosaur, he said. Routers, Reuters, uh, adding that repeat measurements of the footprints were required to ascertain their origin. Um, this is right next to um, so they're just Mount bear Everest. Prints. They're just bear prints. No, they're how could uh, how could a bear be thirty two inches long and fifteen inches wide, man? In two thousand and eight, he slid, slid, slid on a little bit of, on a wet rock or wet mud or wherever they got this print out of. Tales of a wild, hairy beast roaming the Himalayas have captured the imagination of climbers in Nepal since the twenties, prompting many, including Sir Edmund Hillary. To go looking for the creature. In 2008, Japanese climbers returning from a mountain in western Nepal told Reuters they had seen footprints what they thought belonged to the Yeti. Although they carried long lens cameras, video cameras, and telescopes, they hadn't seen or taken photographs of the creature. Or they were filming a Jack Lynx commercial. So, uh, in 2000, uh, scientists found little evidence of Yeti's existence so far. In 2017, a group of international researchers studied multiple reported Yeti samples collected from across the Himalayan region and concluded they belonged to bears. In 2008, two men in the United States said they found the remains of a half-man, half-ape, 
which was eventually revealed to be a rubber gorilla suit. Okay. Remember the guy who said See? he had DNA and he was going to reveal it from Kentucky and uh, build a... Your uncle? Yeah, my uncle up in Tennessee said he got DNA, man. I pulled the syringe from him. Well, i tell you what I heard, and I, and I thought this was hilarious, but there's some truth to it. If anybody ever sees Bigfoot... They need to just shoot it dead because that's the only way you're going to prove it is go dragging it in someplace. You're going to have to kill it. Yeah, that's a terrible hey. terrible thing to do, though, and say because, I mean, the new look is like beards and, you know. It could be somebody is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, that's not a safe method. Yeah. Someone could look yeah, like a Yeti. I yeah. just I just endangered beefsteak. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a couple on our dear lease. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, a little trim late at the night. Beard up. Trim that beard up. Early morning. Hey, uh, shout out to uh, the Rick Burr having the garage sale oh over gosh. at uh, Slaughter Lane and Chisholm Trail in South Austin. So if you, I found out if you want to attract a bunch of people, this is what I heard. You put a, a grill guard that doesn't fit anything out in the front. Yeah, so he's got a grill guard for an S10. Chevy pickup, one of those pick little... Pickup or blazer probably fit either one. But it's like an 86. Probably, S10, yeah. yeah, it's been there for... He's had it since 86. So <laughs> if you want to go by and retrofit something onto your truck... You know, one of yeah, those little putty, little well, putty. It'll probably you can fit, weld anything. It'll on. probably fit a UTV too. You know, it like probably a mule. would. You're right. Oh, you know what? That's that's you should probably put it on your lawnmower. On your that'd be awesome. zero turn. That'd be Brr, awesome. You could run into things. June first, <laughs> free fishing day in Texas. June first, uh, Saturday in June. The first Saturday in June every year help kicks off National Fishing Day and Boating Week. On this day, anglers can fish on any public waterway in the state of Texas without a fishing license. So, if uh, you're looking to go fishing, you don't have a fishing license, you've got January, you've got uh, June first, free Which fishing is day next weekend. So, uh, one of the things yeah. about next weekend, so that's something to go do. One thing I would recommend you do besides going fishing with kids. So two, the two tricks to kiss, f- kissing with kids. That you got to get them to fishing kiss the fish. with kids is yes, they want to catch something. So it's not necessarily about the fishing element; it's about the catching part. So mm-hmm. it can be little perch. Don't go thinking, hey, we're going to go slam some big cats, and don't make that your objective if you're trying to introduce a kid to the idea of liking fishing. So he'll go with you again. Or she'll mm-hmm. go with you again. Uh, same with your wife in this situation. Um, so go someplace where, and you can do this on Lake Travis. You can do this just about anywhere. You can mm-hmm. go and uh, get some crickets or some worms and even dough bait Live and bait. catch bait. perch. Mm-hmm. Catch perch yeah. all day long. Catching is so much better than just fishing. It is the ultimate. <laughs> yes. That's that, why we go fishing, is to go catching. That is yes. correct. I don't even like fishing. I uh, like and, catching. And the and the other thing I would say about that is don't, as cute as a Snoopy rod or those little things are, that they can become more of a frustration 
than they can be a positive. And if you get a kid who's their little rod won't cast out, it won't reel in, it won't those kind of things. So I'd caution you against buying the little, you know, you can still get a Zebco 202 or something that's yeah just a little bit of a step up and it makes all the difference in the world because when the rod and reel don't work the well, kid just the they just casting they yeah. don't want to they don't want to do it yeah and you can teach a little guy or gal to cast oh yeah Once and same with your wife you know and don't you probably don't want to put a bait caster in your <laughs> wife's hand the first time she goes fishing with you and you know put a spinning reel in her hand Right, I mean, some simple things, and you guys all know this. All all our listeners know this stuff, but no, it's good if the if June first is that, then um, yeah. That other take thing out. with kids, the other thing with kids is is when they're done, don't force it any longer. When they're done, they're done. You know, move on. Go chase the crickets or the whatever is Let going them take on a next. Break. Yeah, don't. Force the fishing. I see that. Like we did you. Yes. And now it's ruined my life. cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars. Time and time again. Over and over. (laughs) Well, the one cure to all of that is just go to the hottest new restaurant in Austin, the Shore, Raw Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. You don't have to go catch it. You just go right on over there and order it and have it. They have all really cool. They have a really cool selection of oysters with a dollar Gulf oyster serve, special served starting at 5 o'clock on Mondays. Uh, don't miss the fabulous desserts over there either. They have a spiced chocolate cake that'll just change your world they have wonderful house-made uh breads and poor boy uh buns from new orleans for their oyster sandwiches oh son it's all good and it's all over there at our uh at the hottest newest restaurant in austin the shore raw bar and grill located on highway 71 west at covered bridge just west of the wine oak hill the shore raw bar and grill go to shoreatx.com for details shoreatx.com Go get you some. Game Warden Field Notes up next. Plus your favorite top of the hour. We've got uh, Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that and more on the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, right here every Sunday from 7 to 9 a.m. Check us out, theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back, Ranch Hands. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show. Texas right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Celebrate springtime in a new Jeep with the top off, windows down, enjoying the perfect weather for top off Jeep cruising. Man, today, this morning, it would have been a fine morning for cruising with the Jeep top down. 
like the 2019 Motor Trend SUV of the year, the 2019 Jeep Wrangler. It's the classic American look we love with the new technology, designs, upgrades, and some amazing safety features like rear park assist, blind spot monitoring, and rear cross path detection. Not only will you get some of the best prices of the season right now, but you'll get legendary service that awarded Nile Maxwell Supercenter the 2019 Customer First Award for Excellence. The Jeep Celebration event is on now with Supercenter size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So we've talked about it in here plenty, and, you know, I don't want to say that we're boating snobs or... (laughs) I am. Okay, I don't want to say that, that Beefsteak and I yeah. are voting snobs. No, no but I so I, I don't I don't see any in, I have zero interest in going out boating on this weekend when there's going to be so many the heaviest traffic of I mean tr- just even traffic. going anywhere doing anything yeah. this time of year. I'm like, uh yeah, I'm going to hang out at the house yeah. maybe. No. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe. uh Last year, 29 boating fatalities and hundreds of boat accidents and injuries occurred on Texas waters. As part of the National Safe Boating Week, May 18 through 24, Texas Parks and Wildlife Department law enforcement are reminding Texans to be safe this Memorial Day weekend and all summer long by following the law and taking basic safety precautions while on the water. Texas game wardens will be out in full force this weekend to ensure the public enjoys their time on the water responsibly. But we need boaters to make sure they are thinking safety seriously, too, taking safety seriously, too, said Cody Jones, our buddy Cody Jones over at uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife Assistant Commander for Marine Enforcement. Most of the tragic deaths and serious injuries that occurred in Texas waters last year could have been prevented by following a few simple, important steps. Wearing a life jacket, Using a safety ignition kill switch. Have you seen that one video online where that guy's yeah. tournament fishing and his he sl- slung out of his boat and his boat's just going in circles? Yeah, I don't know if he was tournament fishing, but yeah, he he was. He I was, was fishing a tournament because I think it was another angler that saw it and oh maybe he, no, it was just they were just fishing. But uh, it was a nice bass boat. Yeah, big old bass boat and. Uh, and he didn't have his kill switch clipped on, mm-hmm. and I don't think he had a life jacket on. Yeah, I don't think he was fishing the tournament. It was a Tennessee River somewhere where you know everybody fishes. That's just what you do. And uh, but yeah, he just hit a wake funny. I don't think he was going crazy fast no, or anything. I don't think so either. Uh, it's hit, exactly what it was talking about here. It exactly, just, the freak accidents can happen so fast. Yet another reason why. I've said it year and year, time and time again, year after year. 
it's absolutely the most ridiculous, ludicrous, stupid thing Whoa. I've ever. How do you really feel? Wow. Heard that we can go out and buy a boat that goes eighty miles an hour, ninety miles an hour, back it into the lake, having never driven a boat before, zero experience, and crank that bad boy up and drive down the lake in a object that can go that fast with no license, no training, no certificate, no nothing. And uh it's abs- it's it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I don't understand why that's Anyone not born a deal. after September 1st, 1993 must complete a boater education course to operate a personal watercraft or boat with a 15 horsepower rating or more. Okay. State law requires that life jackets must be available for each occupant on boat or paddlecraft yeah. and children under 13 under age 13 are mandated to wear one while the boat or paddlecraft is underway or drifting. Despite these laws, Texas last year, game wardens issued 571 citations for children not wearing a life jacket and 1,600 for insufficient life jackets on the vessel. Drowning is the highest reported cause of death in boating facilities, and most victims are found not wearing a life jacket. And I remember back, even way back when you were a little guy, that uh, you had to wear a life jacket, even on the boat when... I've been a an advocate, especially since now the life jackets are they're not that orange thing, you right. know. They're a, right. they could be a cool like deal, <laughs> and you you know a kid can wear it. It's not that big a deal to yeah. have your kid wearing it. No, but the deal is you train them to right. wear it, right. and you got to where you just get on the boat, you put it on, or walking from the truck, you put it on, and it was just what you did. Yeah. It's like a seatbelt, right? The the boater education course is I don't I don't think it's enough. It's a good start, what? but it's not enough. It's an online deal. I've yeah. taken it, uh, even though I don't need to. I guess I was legally, say it's good. I've done it. I I mean, it's good general information. It doesn't keep you from. It, it doesn't teach you that at eighty miles an hour how to. Stop and come to so, and, and proper boat etiquette. So, what's the alternative? You want to have a test like a CHL? You want to? I want it you, to you be wanna, like a driver's license. You want to go to the and have a game warden issue a driving test. I don't think it has Back to be a game your, warden. It can okay, be a whoever. boater educator. Yeah. So, don't you think that would cut down on boat sales and mm-hmm. everything? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's why it's not been That's done. Well, and I remember, I remember back in the what was it? The brand Bayliner when Bayliner mm-hmm. came out years and years and years ago. That's like a missile. And, and anybody, <laughs> no, no, no. It was a real uh, affordable, affordable, quote unquote, uh-huh. uh, line of boats where anybody could buy one. You could buy this boat with a. 50 horsepower who knows what brand motor on it or 100 horsepower and you could finance it for $16 a month for 92 years and so everybody had one and everybody went out to the lake my biggest thing was uh the biggest thing that drove me nuts was the boat ramp etiquette yeah how to, I just, how do you you know prepare mm-hmm. launch get out of the way and then that's what they do should do. Business. That's what they should do online, is make you watch fails. No, that <laughs> doesn't do anything. You need to be. You need to know how to do it and be able to pass a test that you can, you can 
prepare your boat in the correct area, okay. then drive over to the ramp, back it down, unload your boat, and pull out of there. And and you, it needs to be a time deal. Like you have a minute and a half to back the boat down, take it off the take it off the yeah. deal, and have it secured. You need to you that, need to have so like a minute is, and a half. So what are the biggest no's then? It's uh, don't unload. Don't block the boat ramp. Don't and buy don't a boat. Don't buy don't a boat unless you know how to back up Come a trailer. Come on, don't be snobs now. Come <laughs> on, man. You want people you to get out learn, on the water. You want to learn how to back up a trailer. Don't do it Memorial Day weekend. On do the it, boat ramp. Do it on Tuesday yeah, before. Okay. We used to, used to be about, able to go to the mall parking lot and learn how to do stuff like that, but now the stores are open on Sunday. So the whole Blue Law thing needs to be reenacted. Well, well, well Walmart... <laughs> Has this plenty world. of room. People are going, what's the blue law? <laughs> you yeah. old can't folks drink know what Sunday, that is. Right? Nah, everything was Til- shut down. You used to have the whole mall parking lot to yourself to learn how to drive. They still got and- malls? People oh, gosh, go to the mall? Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. Oh. So what's the other one? Putting uh, life vests on the boat while you're uh, sorting you that out? You should have life vests in the boat already. That should just be part of the deal already. Well, what, you don't what, need to put them in it's, the boat. It's You should stage everything before you go to back down, you back down, everything is done. And right. the, the problem is when people are trying to do that at the boat ramp. Put people in, Coolers, do all that. Yeah, all that stuff. Kids. And it's anyway, hey, uh, <clears throat> a little bit of a rant, but it's no big deal. We're going to talk on the flip side about some gun safety issues and some stuff at your it could affect your church and firearms and gun safety and all kinds of things including the peter report and more coming up uh right after eight o'clock on the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse only one place 20 uh right here on sunday morning seven to nine or 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com